Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hey mamas, welcome back. In today's episode, episode number five, I'm going to be sharing with you my best advice for flying with a baby. And I am So excited to share this with you because we are about to embark on quite a few flights with our little ones over the next month and I am putting all of these tips into practice myself and I know they're really going to help you. So traveling with a baby and flying with a baby specifically can be really stressful, but there are a lot of pros to traveling with your little ones. You obviously can make some amazing memories. You're introducing them to new people, new environments, and new situations. It teaches them how to adapt to new surroundings and routines. And I truly believe that our kids won't be fearful of setting out on their own when they're older if we introduce them to travel when they're really young. It is harder. (laughs) I always joke that You don't realize how easy flying is alone until you have a baby and then you like long for those days when you could just sit back and relax and catch up on those gossip magazines and watch movies on the plane or get some work done. Yeah, that doesn't really happen anymore once you have a baby and especially once you have two kids that you're flying with, but it's okay. It'll happen again someday, right? So I actually think that the first six months with your baby is the easiest time to travel on a plane and it's actually the cheapest. They're little, so you can easily do infant in arms. They aren't squirmy, and at least my son and my daughter, they slept a lot when they were younger, and they were pretty good sleepers. So on planes, they usually just fell asleep, which is so nice. Before I dive into today's advice, I want you to go back and listen to episode four if you haven't done it already. Either press pause now and go listen to it or listen to it after you're done with this episode because in episode four, I give you my top tips on traveling with little ones in general and all of those tips apply to flying with the baby. Now I'm just getting more specific on what you can do to make navigating the airport easier and make the flight specifically a little less easier stressful. So I mentioned infant in arms. What is infant in arms? We fly primarily on Delta. So definitely check with whatever airline you're going to be flying on. But with Delta, up until your child is two, you can opt to have them sit on your lap in your seat instead of buying them their own seat. Now you don't have to do this. If you feel more comfortable, you can always buy them their own seat. 
But I personally loved Infant in Arms up until my kids were about one. Because at one, they're just so big and mobile, it's really difficult to keep them on your lap in those tiny airplane seats. So while you can do this technically up until they're two, I wouldn't really recommend doing this after they turn one. Now, before I dive into specific things you can do to make the flight go smoother, I wanted to talk about some equipment you can use to make navigating the airport easier. There are three main pieces of equipment that I've used. A stroller, a carrier, and something called a go-go babies. And I'm going to talk about the different situations you would use each one. So when it was just my son, I actually preferred using the stroller. I liked pushing it through the airport. It was super easy. And I just didn't want to have him attached to me in a carrier at all times. And especially if we were like running through the airport because we were trying to make a connection. I didn't want to have to worry about trying to run with a baby on me. I thought it'd be easier to push a stroller. So you can use a stroller with your infant car seat if your baby is still really little or you can use you know, just a regular stroller or even just one of those really cheap strollers from like Walmart or Target. Those ones are great for the airport. Another thing you can use is a carrier and this would probably be easiest with an infant because they're still pretty light. I did use a carrier when I actually was sitting on the airplane when my kids were really little, still in the infant stage. But like I said, I preferred the stroller. Another reason I preferred the stroller is because then I knew it was going to get to our destination and I didn't have to worry about it getting lost in luggage. However, if you're going somewhere where you don't really need your stroller, then just using a carrier could be a better option for you. Now, what is this go-go babies thing? This thing, in my opinion, is brilliant. You would use it if you're using a car seat on the airplane or like I said, you don't want to worry about your car seat getting lost and you don't want to use a carrier. What it is, is it basically turns your car seat into a piece of luggage. You just strap your car seat onto it. It has wheels, it has a handle, and you can just push that thing all throughout the airport. I'll actually link it in the show notes for you, but you would use this if If you didn't want to do infant in arms and you wanted your baby to have their own seat on the plane, they have to be in a car seat on the plane if they're that little. And so this is an easy way to maneuver the car seat through the airport. Or like I said, if you're just worried about your car seat getting lost and you want to check it plane side. So those are the three pieces of equipment that I have used and that I would recommend. Now, what to pack in your carry-ons. Obviously, you need diapers, wipes, formula, food. The one thing I always recommend is think about what would happen if you got delayed or stranded overnight. So I always pack way more than I think I'm going to need. I pack way more diapers than I think I'm going to need. Way more formula because I just don't want to be super stressed out if we ever ended up in that situation. And thankfully we haven't, but I always plan ahead. So pack extra. You obviously need extra clothes for your baby. 
Blowouts happen a lot with babies when you fly because the change in pressure on the plane on takeoff and more specifically on landing for some reason just kind of causes them to let loose a little bit. So I know my son had a lot of blowouts, especially on the descent when we were flying and you want to have extra clothes for them. You also have spit ups. You just don't want to be without extra clothes. Now, one thing most parents never think of is extra clothes for yourself. So you pack extra clothes for your baby, but what happens if your baby spits up all over himself and all over you? Or what happens if they have a blowout while they're sitting on your lap? you want to have some extra clothes for you. So don't forget to pack an extra pair of pants and an extra shirt for yourself too. Next tip, if you're flying solo with your baby, get on the plane last. That's right, not first, last. So I know that they always say if you need extra assistance or if you need extra time with little ones, get on the plane first. But in my experience, it is much easier to get on the plane last because babies, especially if they're a little bit older, they are squirmy. And if you get on that plane first, you're going to be sitting on there for an extra 30 minutes. That's a long time, especially if you're doing infant in arms to have a baby on your lap when it's not totally necessary. So They can't make you get on the plane first, so I always get on the plane last. If you're traveling with someone else, you could have the other person you're with get on the plane first and get all of your stuff set up, and then you can get on the plane last with your kids. But I would highly recommend getting on last. Next tip, get everything set before you get on the plane. So figure out what you're going to need right when you get on and make sure it's really easily accessible in your carry-on. One thing I always did when I was feeding my baby's formula is I would make sure there was water in their bottles right to the exact height they needed for the formula so that I could just quick mix it up quickly when we got on the plane and it was ready for takeoff. Also, having tags on anything that will be checked plane side in advance so you're not like trying to hold your baby and trying to put the tag on and trying to fold the stroller up and all of that stuff, it can get to be a lot. So get everything set before you get on the plane. Fifth tip, accept help. You guys, so many people will offer help to you if they see you're traveling alone with a baby and you have a lot of stuff going on. Other passengers will offer to help. A lot of times the flight crew will offer to help. Accept it. Just say, yes, that would be awesome. Can you do this? So many times we deflect help. We're like, no, 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 I got it when we really could use the help. So if the flight crew or another passenger is like, hey, do you need some help? Be like, yes, could you hold my baby while I fold down the stroller or could you you know undo these clips on the go-go babies so I can get the car seat disattached disattached is that even a word unattached from the go-go babies base just accept the help next tip book an aisle seat if you can it makes it a lot easier to get up and walk around or change your baby if you need to 
when you're on an aisle versus if you're in a window. So I always like to book aisle seats because then I'm not feeling guilty about bugging anybody, about constantly getting up. I don't feel trapped. And once the seatbelt sign comes off, if I do need to get up and walk around to soothe my baby, I can easily do that. There are also usually diaper changing stations in airport or not airport in airplane restrooms. They are very, very small, but look on the door of the restroom and it usually will show you if there is a diaper changing station in that little bathroom. My last tip is nurse or feed your baby during takeoff and landing. This helps their ears to pop and it's way easier to do during takeoff because the ear popping happens really fast. Landing is a lot harder because the ears pop multiple times as you're in the descent. So do your best. I always found landing to be a little bit harder because I was trying to figure out the right timing for feeding them because obviously they're not going to eat usually for like a half an hour throughout the entire descent. And if they start crying, just do your best to soothe them. It happens. Usually most people around you are pretty understanding. And if they're not, don't feel bad they'll get over it. There's nothing you can really do about it. So there you have it, mamas. I really brought it today. This is seriously my best advice for flying with a baby. In all honesty, it is going to be not very relaxing. It is going to be more stressful than if you were flying alone, but hopefully these things help to make it all go a little bit more smooth and allow you to get to your destination without losing your sanity. If you're listening to these tips and you're loving this info, but you're thinking, man, I need more guidance for my specific situation, or you need help getting ready for your upcoming trip, or just want to chat about something else, new mom life or toddler mom life related, did you know that I actually am a life coach as well? And I do one-on-one 30-minute coaching sessions. This is my favorite thing to do because I feel like I really get to dive into your specific situation and create solutions for you that make a positive impact on your life. So if you are interested in setting up a session or want more details, just shoot me a quick email at laurenffrancois at gmail.com. I'll post my email in the show notes below and I'll be sure to get back to you right away. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.